Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, big one coming up for the Sounders this Saturday. Let's talk to the coach about it. Oh, we've been waiting for this one. Ever since they won that, uh, you know, that, that little cup, Jackson, that they that they won you know, a couple <laughs> months ago. That's just a, yep. a kind of a small deal that they uh, took care of business in uh, a couple of months ago. We've been waiting for the day that we will see the banner unfurled and we get that opportunity coming up this Saturday. Joining us, the coach of Seattle Sounders FC, Brian Schmetzer. Brian, how you doing? Great, Dick. And I just have to say that the day they picked to unfurl that banner just happens to be... <laughs> Today we play our arch rivals, and they're going to have plenty of bulletin board material before the game. Oh, yes, they will. Sometimes, but you know what? Sometimes it's okay. You know, normally as a coach, right, you don't want to give them bulletin board material. But in this, in this case, because of the significance of your accomplishments, plus they hate you anyway. So what's a little yeah. more bulletin board material going to do anyway? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to reach out to Gio before the game and just say, hey, look, Gio, just understand that, you know, uh, there's some things going to go on before the game. Don't blame me. <laughs> and, Brian, you know, the moment the, the, the flag goes up, the banner goes up, I mean, have you gotten a look at it yet? Have you gotten to see exactly kind of the language of it says? Is it, is it going to full say CONCACAF CCL? Have you, have you gotten a, a behind-the-scenes look at this thing yet? No, I have not. Uh, but what I did do is I enjoyed that seven and a half minutes that our club put out. I think you tweeted it out, Brian Babcock. You know, I loved Coach Fewing, Danny Jackson, a couple of guys that we don't hear a lot of uh, on that video, on that little clip. I mean, that got me all fired up, too. I mean, it was a really job well done by Brian and his crew uh, the whole the whole department there, the whole media department. Uh, great video. I loved it. It gets everybody hyped for the game. So I'm hearing you're in health and safety protocol right now. What does that mean, and what does that mean for this weekend? Well, I'm like one of now, because I held off as long as I could, but I'm now one of the millions of other Americans that has COVID. I can say it because it's my health that I can talk about. Right. I mean, look, I'm super glad that I was triple vaccinated. You know, uh, COVID's coming back now. There's a lot more cases, so we still need to be aware of it. I know, I know people are tired of it, but we still have to be careful. I'm trying to be careful, you know, around my wife, my family, stuff like that. You know, and if anybody out there listening, I mean, if there's any of you guys that aren't vaccinated, just, just my opinion, I know it's a free country, but you probably should. Because my case has been very mild, so I'm very happy that I was vaccinated. And uh, now I'm in the, you know, Sounders and League mandated protocol. And I think I have a good chance of being out there Saturday, but we just have to follow the protocol. Okay, Brian, so good chance to be out there. What exactly by the protocols it has to happen for you to be out there Saturday? Well, there's, there's, there's a time limit of when my first symptoms were there. Then there's additional testing. Our doctors are way on top of it, Jackson. It's, it's, it's going to be fine. 
Uh, I have complete faith in our medical staff, and they will let me know. What do you think the future of COVID is in sports, Brian? Because, you know, one of the one of the great games in sports history was the, the Michael Jordan flu game, right? And yeah. I'm wondering if, I mean, are we going to have a situation where, you know, five years down the road, we're going to have a Raul Rui Diaz COVID game where he, you know, in the in the MLS playoffs, you know, they they have new regulations, and because of the uh, improvement of the vaccines, and imp- and because of we know much more, you know, in 2027 about COVID than we did in 2020, um, that these players and coaches, for that matter, will be able to play and coach even if they are positive. Yeah, I I certainly think it's headed in that direction. I mean, look, just. If anybody can really remember back what seemed like such a long time ago when first COVID first started, I mean, we couldn't, you know, we couldn't go anywhere, not even outside. Everybody had to mask up. We would we would roll up in our cars at training, you know, put our masks on. They would disinfect the balls, the, the cones, <laughs> the pennies. I mean, we did a lot of things, and now we know more about COVID and how it is transmitted, how it reacts in, you know, certain people. So I'm hopeful in another couple of years, yeah, there, there's going to be a time when it, when it becomes something that we just have to deal with and we can deal with it safely. Mm-hmm. Brian, on the subject of the uh, availability front, uh, aside from yourself, uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz saw the news that he was out at full training today. Uh, what's your confidence level that he'll be out there starting for you guys or featuring on Saturday? Well... I'm sure that Gio Savarese listens to this show a lot. <laughs> no way. No way. Yes. Uh, Raul's going to start. I mean, he's ready to go. He's been a, you know, he's been a Portland killer. Uh, I actually have two guys on the squad that are available. You know, Freddie Montero is another one. I mean, he scored a bunch of big goals against uh, Portland. I might try and get both of those guys on the field together. Uh, Javi's close, maybe, maybe not. I don't want to take too many risks. Um, and we're, we're, we're getting healthier. I mean, we're getting healthier. I love it that you don't do the whole cloak and dagger thing with injuries, man. <laughs> I, I just absolutely love it. We have to deal with it, particularly in, in – now I understand college athletes are different than professional athletes, but my God, we don't know who's playing for the Huskies until, like, the, the game kicks off. It's, it's unbelievable. But uh, how about Ariaga? What's his injury situation? Yeah, he's he, like it's, he's close. He, you know, do I risk him? Do I not? It's certainly a big game. But look, the, the, the Jackson Reagan, the kid's done great. We had a really, I, I thought, a tremendous performance in Toronto with a three-man back line. I mean, that again was intriguing from a coaching standpoint. You know, Yaimar Jackson and Nuhu did a fantastic job. Uh, we still have AB who hasn't, AB Sissoko who hasn't had a ton of time. But, you know, coming up in these stretch of games might get a shot at it. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty solid at center back, so I don't need to rush, you know, hobby back. But certainly it'll be great to have him back. Coach, you mentioned uh, the game there against Toronto uh, last weekend. Overall, you know, in the last you know, three games that you had in that three-game and, and eight-day stretch, wanted to also talk to you about the Montreal game at Lumen Field. Uh, we haven't talked to you since then. And, you know, for Montreal to come here, top team in the Eastern Conference after that match, uh, ultimately, how do you feel that game went uh, that, that led to, to that first loss in a long time for the club? 
Yeah, what sucked even more is they went down to the galaxy and got smashed for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it really makes you think about, you know, what kind of performance your team had. So, look, on Wednesday against Montreal, credit them. I got to give, you know, Montreal some credit. They came in ready to go, fired up. They had they had a bit of a mixed group and I think some of their younger players that evening relished the opportunity to play in front of a big big crowd, big stadium, and they were good. They had a ton of energy. Uh, you know, I thought in the beginning of the second half there were two half chances that maybe we could have gone on top of them 2 to 1. And then, you know, finally my my third comment about the game was you know, look, you got to play good defense to win championships. That's my belief. And, you know, the goals that we gave up, you know, I thought we could have done a little better job on. A lot better against Toronto, though, with a bunch of young kids. I mean, a lot of guys uh, not playing in that one. Uh, talk about who impressed you with uh, with those young kids uh, doing such a great job in that 2-0 win. Yeah, the kid Dylan Tevez is getting, a, you know, you're talking about a former Husky uh, first professional start and first professional goal, so that was good to see. I thought Leo Chu did a good job, a nice job. He came on, was dangerous. Uh, you know, I already talked about Jackson. You know, I thought he was good. I thought just our lineup, the coaches had a good tactical plan for the game. Overall, it was a feel-good story. And it add to that, you know, some of the young kids stepped up and had big performances. Danny Leva certainly was one of them. But they all had help. So mm-hmm. Danny Leva was next to Nico Ladero. And Leo Chu was next to Freddie Montero. And Freddie Montero was next to Dylan Tevez on the front line. So some of the senior players stepped in there and helped some of those young kids have good performances. Brian Schmetzer with us, Sounders FC head coach. And, uh, Brian, I wanted to share a quick story with you that, that you'll like. Um, on the uh, pregame, halftime, and postgame shows for the for last Saturday's broadcast, we had Chance Fry. Uh, for those who don't know Chance Fry, local uh, local Seattle soccer legend. Um, and we had Chance Fry on the broadcast. And, and in, the, in the pregame show, Chance said, well, 40 years ago, in my first career start, was in Toronto, and I scored in my first career start. So he said in the pregame show, I predict that history will repeat itself <laughs> and Dylan Tevez, also in his first career wow. start, also in Toronto, will score his first career goal. What do you know it happened? It's this Chance Fry guy, I think he knows something. Well, you better get him into the booth more often. <laughs> I mean, make sure he's at the game on Saturday. Well, and one of the reasons that uh, you needed Dylan Tevis to, to score and uh, is Morris and Rusnak and Fry and Roldan, they didn't travel. So is that just giving them some time off, a little bit of uh, load management, as they call it in the NBA, or was there some injury concerns there? No, that was totally load management. So all the internationals, you know, Jordan and Christian and, you know, Nuhu, Javi and Albert, they all went away when I gave the team that block of six days off in that international window. Now, Albert actually was the one that played four games. He was the one that was really cooked. Jordan and Christian had, you know, had they were there at camp. You know, Javi got injured, so he kind of gets a break now that he's injured. Nuhu only played one game. Cameroon only played one game, so he was able to help us, and then I gave him a couple of extra days off you know, uh, this week, and I'll give him another day off on another week where we can, you know, give him a little bit of mental uh, time. So it was basically just to give a mental decompression Mm -hmm. for the guys that, you know, just have 
haven't had a break since January. Well, and now all of them geared up here for Saturday against Portland. Uh, you know, we, we asked you earlier if you'd seen the banner yet, but then if you can kind of forecast the emotions of that moment when the CONCACAF Champions League banner drops there at Lumen Field just like five minutes before kickoff, what, what will the emotions be for you? And, and where will you be looking? Will you be looking at, at the banner itself? Will you be looking at your players, the crowd? Uh, where will your eyes and emotions go in that moment? Probably look down to the south end to the TIFO. I'm 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 very anxious to see the TIFO. Obviously, you know, the banner drop is something you always want to see. That it's a, it's a source of pride, Jackson. I think I'm I speak for a lot of people from the Seattle area, a lot of Sounder fans, a lot of soccer fans from around here. We've had a good run. I mean, the Sounders have been a successful franchise. I think there's a lot of pride in the work that we do. Uh, I'm just happy. You know, I'm happy for everybody in the organization, happy for the fans. And, you know, I, I, I want to be hyped up and see what the, see what the uh, ECS and the TIFO crew has for us. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be pretty extravagant, no, no question about it. Uh, final couple minutes with Sounders FC head man Brian Schmetzer. Uh, players to worry about on Portland because you do have a game to play. I mean, this is not just uh, looking at the TIFO and looking at the banners and, uh, you know, kind of getting, getting your feels all together from all the fans that are going to be there. You've got a match to play against Portland, so talk about what worries you. Yeah, so, you know, if anybody's counting, they've had two wins and two draws in their last four. You know, they got a good draw in Nashville. <clears throat> they had a 1-1 draw at the Galaxy. Uh, they beat Houston at home, Colorado at home, so they're on a bit of a run. You know, Eric Williamson is a name that was in the national team picture about 18 months ago. He had a knee injury that's kept him out. They were able to rest a couple guys uh, from that Nashville game. Uh, so it's, it's not like we're just going to show up and expect anybody to roll over. Like I said at the beginning of the call, they'll probably be upset, and <laughs> you know it'll give them some fuel for sure. No question about it. Well, uh, you guys are going to have plenty of fuel as well. What's, what's the crowd? Uh, what are you expecting for a crowd? Do you know? You know, I, don't, I, I haven't asked that question. Jackson, you might know more than me, but look, I know our Seattle fans, their hatred of Portland – uh, you know, 40, 45, 50. I mean, let's, let's just push a big number out there. <laughs> let's go. Do it. Great, let's, let's make it a great beat Portland weekend. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. Weather's supposed to be absolutely spectacular. So uh, enjoy it. Soak it all in. But, uh, yeah, you better get a win, too. I mean, we don't want to talk about a loss next week, right? No. No, I don't. No. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And get better, all right? Thanks, Coach. All right. Take care, you guys. You bet, uh, head coach. Brian Schmetzer, it's going to be fun, Jackson. I mean, this is, you know, it's just so, this Sounder season is so strange because of such a, we've never experienced this as Seattle sports fans before where you win something so huge at the beginning of a season. So it's it's really kind of hard for me to kind of grasp the magnitude of the rest of the season when you already accomplish something so amazing. It's so weird because I've said this to a lot of people, and I, and I still believe it to be true. The Sounders could miss the playoffs this year, and it would still be a successful season. And for a yeah. team that has never missed the playoffs, it's a weird thing to say. Now, listen, I mean, other people will probably disagree with me pretty harshly on that. But, like, even if this team doesn't even win a playoff game, just gets in as, like, a five-seed, four-seed, whatever, and then immediately, you know, bows out— this will still be a successful year because they've done something literally no team in this entire league has ever done. It's that simple. 
Well, and they're in the seventh spot right now, but they're one point out of the four spot. Right. So this looks, and I asked you to to, to kind of take a look at, uh, do a little uh, predictions for me after before we had Brian on and what the rest of the schedule looks yeah. like. So maybe uh, tell everybody what you think. Uh, how do you handicap the rest of the Sounders schedule? Uh, it's a tough schedule. I tell you what, they got a busy week next week. They're going to have two matches on Wednesday. You should be happy about this. You and Safi should both be happy about this. Next Wednesday, July 13th, they go to Nashville for a 5.30 match, which means pretty oh. Match at five o'clock there next Wednesday, and then they go to Chicago on the sixteenth. So, and then they have a couple of those where it's it's away matches and then another away match, and yeah, it's going to be a loaded schedule. But I absolutely think a top five seed is is well well within the grasp of this team. Where do we get tickets? SoundersFC.com slash tickets for this Saturday. You cannot miss it. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.